Garfield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW podcast. This is our wrestling. I'm B Double Brandon Benefield, alongside my commentary partner, GB Gerard Bonner, and of course, our lovely ring announcer, Diana Michelle. You guys, we are coming off a huge show this past Friday with uh, SHW 43, SHW Dishonor. But by the way it ended, I think we brought a little honor back to the building. But uh, it's been a, it's been a wild week uh, so far since then. How have you guys been doing? What's going on? Man, I'm ready to get this week over with. Thank <laughs> God it's Friday. Yeah. Ready for yeah. a chill weekend. But yes, yeah. we I feel like Southern Honor is back on the rise. We did have some very sad low moments in the show, but towards the end, I'm feeling I'm feeling the momentum starting to build. I can't wait. Yeah. Next show's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's gonna be crazy. You never want to ever miss an anniversary show. Right. Which uh, I mean, and all of the shows leading to the anniversary have been just really outstanding. And so, yeah, this this show here, which we're gonna get into, was was pretty big. But yeah, I'm I'm doing good, getting ready for another very busy weekend. So, yeah, yeah. But we're we're good. We're good. We're good. Not only are we coming off the heels of that big show, but earlier this week, the PWI 500 list came out as well. So, uh, GB, do you have your copy in front of you there? I'm always prepared. Of course you are. know these of things. And of if he doesn't, he can just spit them out of his brain. <laughs> now, I, I, I do have to say this because it's important when we talk about lists to understand criteria, because obviously, you know, we like anything else, you know, we're used to what's happening like yesterday. And right. so it's important to understand the list so we can kind of take our minds back in terms of the, you know, timeframes and things. So um, first of all, the PWI 500, for those who don't know, is one of the most respected lists in all of pro wrestling put together by the good folks at Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Uh, the evaluation period was from July the 1st, 2021 to June 30th, 2022. So anything that's happened before or after does not count in this period of evaluation. Um, in terms of criteria, they look at in-ring achievement, like win-loss records, uh, championships, all of that jazz. They look at influence, and technical ability, and competition, and activity. And the big thing that, about activity that's important is you need a minimum of 10 matches in the year or six matches in separate months. So that's really important. It's also important to note that uh, a lot of tag teams were not involved in this, and uh, there were some women who actually made the PWI 500, but that was strictly because they were involved in matches that were intergender matches and in promotions that allowed that. So your favorite women wrestlers won't be eligible until you see the PWI 150, which will drop in October. So it's important to understand that. When you start asking about where where's this one, where's that one, where is the other? Um, and so the cool part about this list is uh, obviously it looked at wrestlers from across the gamut of pro wrestling, pretty much every promotion you can imagine. And it's always great when we see uh, some of the SHW folks in there. And uh, so the list is pretty incredible. Uh, Ashton Starr, who we know spent quite a time, uh, quite a bit of time. And SHW came in this year at number 406 on the list, which is exciting. Carly Bravo. We have talked a lot about Carly Bravo on this show. We've got a unique connection to him, regardless of Contra. And I don't like that particular move for his life, but it must have worked for him because he made his first appearance on the PWI 500 list this year at number 388. So shout out to Carly Bravo. Adam Priest, who we've seen in an SHW ring several times, comes in at number 371. Um, if you remember Shug D, who participated in the first Rumble Jack, the first dance-off we've seen with Ashton Starr, oddly enough, he comes in this year at 355. I'm particularly proud of this one. Uh, Joe Black, the Black Cloud, uh, who we have called kind of the conscious at one point of SHW comes in at number 304 and it's been several years since he's been on this list. So very, very deserving 
for him to be there. The longest reigning SHW champion and David Ali makes his appearance on the list. Believe it or not, it's his first time on the PWI 500 and he comes in at number 280, which is impressive. And then the current reigning SHW champion, the leader of Contra, that would be cruel, comes in at number 162, which is very, very high on the list. But of course, we've got to make a whole lot of noise. This guy right here has been the history maker all of 2022. And what a year he has had. We saw him in the action building Friday night. We'll talk about his match, I'm sure. But a big shout out to the current reigning and defending IWTV world champion, AC Mack, an SHW original who comes in at number 25 on this list. Do you understand how significant that is? That means there's a whole lot of wrestlers that you've been seeing on television in other spaces. You might be wearing their T-shirts, whatever, who are not ranked higher than A.C. Mac. I think it's interesting to note that A.C. Mac this week or in the latest episode uh, or edition of PWI is ranked number nine in the whole world. Wow. Right now. Yeah. A.C. Mac is that guy. And so it's a privilege when the world champion comes to see about us in SHW. And so uh, shout out to all of the folks who made the PWI 500. And it's a major situation. And we keep telling you all the great things happening here in SHW. That's why, because we aren't just impacting Georgia, we are impacting the world. Absolutely incredible. And a big props to AC Mack. And we talked to Mack a little earlier. We're going to hopefully get him on with us in the next Mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Uh, to join us here on the SHW podcast because, of Absolutely. course, we want to give him his props person to person and, fa- you know, face to face, sort of virtually, okay. whatever you want to call it. But, you, you know, have him on the it. show with us. So That's right. Uh, well, let's uh, let's uh, get into talking about what happened at SHW 43. And, of course, as you mentioned, uh, a handful of PWI uh, top 500 list makers were on the card for SHW 43. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, uh, a lot of Contra, all of Contra competed in some form or fashion and three members of contra are on that list that you just talked about so um Mm -mm -mm. but let's get into it here and we'll just start from the beginning um how about we have not heard from gary lamb in a couple of months and uh last friday we heard a lot from gary lamb and we expected to hear a lot we expected he would have a lot to say he comes out to start the show and uh is interrupted by the least likely person we would have ever expected to come out during a Gary Lamb promo. Murder one, murder one return. When we mm. had the Rumble Jack last month, you know, we, sometimes we had these surprises in the Rumble Jack, and Murder one was one of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I figured that was kind of a one and done kind of deal. I didn't expect him to be back. Gary mm-hmm. Lamb comes out to open the show. Murder one interrupts. It was insane. He it not only insane. interrupts, but he he comes out and offers his assistance. It w- yeah, the, the most shocking thing, the opposite of what we all expected. Right. Now, he did say after this is done, he's got his own agenda, but mm-hmm. he offered his assistance, and, and I'm, I was shocked. Standing in the corner watching these two stand face to face, I've heard stories. I've heard about the past and, and, and how butted heads and things happened so i didn't know what to expect but it was nice to see murder come out and and we we need some help right now we do we need some help and and i'll i'll accept that for sure i can't wait to see what's going to happen yeah you know they say politics make strange bedfellows Uh, and I will tell you this, there are some strange people hanging out together these days. I would have never imagined in a million years that murder one, first of all, would ever show up in the action building, let alone in an SHW ring. And then to confront Gary Lamb to say, I've got your back. He also, and, and what you said, Diane, is exactly right. He said, basically, yeah, you know what? I've got my own thing, but no, we need to take care of this first, which now makes me wonder, what is the real agenda 
for murder one. Um, I don't know what it is, but I do know, and this is just me, you know, just me being me. Part of me <laughs> wonders, you know how um, some folks will save people just so that they can be the one right. to put the knife in the back? Right. I'm watching this one very carefully because I just I, I, th this shows the level of desperation that Gary Lamb and SHW is in right now that we will accept help from murder one. Now, this is not a knock to murder one. I don't want him coming after me. I'm just saying based on the stories, the history, the things that have been said. What makes one bury the hatchet so willingly to... Slaving the handle sticking out. What are you talking about? That's what I see. But this is going to be very interesting. I, I was I was dumbfounded Friday night. I'm dumbfounded now. And uh, we'll get to how this thing, you know, is going to manifest itself. But needless to say, a very intriguing start to SHW 43. Uh, well, what's the old saying? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. So yeah, yeah. if you'll recall, at the Rumble Jack, when uh, Murder One and Joe Black came face to face, we wondered, oh, wait, now Joe's part of Contra, but he's right. also got a long history with, uh, you know, the hierarchy with Murder One. And then you even said in our commentary, oh, Joe chose Contra, eliminated right. Murder One. So, mm. you know, that's what I'm wondering there is like, so so now he's got heat and beef with uh, Joe Black. And he's like, all right, yeah. I'll side with Gary here. And uh, mm. in the battle, the war against Contra. I don't know, mm. man. It's all very intriguing, all very strange. Yes. But uh, it, it, it just speaks to SHW, how it's been for four years. You just never know what's going to happen. You never know never what to know. expect. Never so, know. Anyways, our first matchup of the evening was Adam Jacobs making his first singles match or having his first singles match in five years, mm. taking on Chip Day, who, of course, we've seen a whole different side of over the last few months, ever since uh, splitting ways with uh, his former tag team partner, Kyle Matthews. So I will tell you what, Adam Jacobs, uh, if anybody was wondering if there was a lot of ring rust going into this match, you had me fooled because mm -hmm. he, he didn't look like he had lost a step at all. Uh, in fact, had a, had a great match. He Unfortunately, did not come away with the victory, but I think he put pushed Chip to his limits a little bit. Now, I think I don't know if Chip was ready for that. I, I've, I've mentioned before that I kind of dig this side of Chip. I, I like seeing him edgy and smart mouth, you know, just not quite ruthless, but yeah, he could be. But, um, yeah, I like I like this chip. I don't I don't know if that makes me a bad person or what because he's just trying to throw down. But I, I Diana like this Diana chip. likes them bad boys. That's what I like. The bad do. boys. I mean, I I'm like the attitude. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of do, but I I don't know how I mentioned before as well. I don't know a whole lot about Adam Jacobs. I'm going to have to go back and do some research on his time before he left professional wrestling. But wow, if if he did have any ring rust ever, I mean, he shook that mess off quick. Mm -hmm. Did you see that flying cross body from the top? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. That was a great match. And I would go so far as he might be in running for technical wrestler if he keeps that up. I, I mean, agree. he gave Chip a run for his money. That was mm -hmm. just saying. I got you. I got you. Absolutely. It makes me think that uh, maybe his theme music should be Shake It Off from Taylor Swift because okay. he shook off <laughs> all of his ring rust and everything else you can imagine. And he looked like he never left the business. Right. I mean, here's a guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Multiple championships. And as I mentioned on commentary, um, he's a guy who actually has an interesting tie to SHW as he held tag team titles, three different tag team championships with one Corey Hollis. So mm. very interesting history there uh, involving Adam Jacobs. And to me, he fits the profile of SHW perfectly. An amazing wrestler, gets it done in the ring, great charisma, and uh, he really picked a tough opponent 
to have his first match back with. What a great way to test your skills. And I think he's got what it takes. Chip Day walks away with the win and then tried some chicanery to see to it that Adam Jacobs would not walk from the ring. And uh, thankfully, someone came to save him. Yes, yeah, sir. we almost we almost saw a repeat of what took Kyle Matthews out of action for a couple months, which was mm-hmm. the brain buster on the stage from Chip Day. And he almost he tried to do that to uh, Adam Jacobs. And like you said, luckily, Kyle Matthews came out, made the save, ran off Chip through the crowd. And while he was out there, we thought this match was going to come later in the evening. And even AC Max said it on the microphone. Oh, you thought this you were going to be the main event here. No, we're going to do this right now. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, and I think I mentioned it the other night on commentary. I kind of missed the old uh, AC Mac intros. And so we got we got a classic AC Mm -hmm. Mac intro and the crowd was being maybe a little bit rude. Uh, They were being very rude. Maybe very rude. Yeah. (sighs) Tell them to eat a salad. Are you kidding me? Come on. I mean, two twenty one, two twenty one a muscle. Let let me let let me let me say this. I I I got in trouble the last time I I said anything about you know uh, things in Canton. So this isn't directed (laughs) to Canton. Um, This is directed uh, toward the SHW faithful. Don't you know that body shaming is not acceptable? Um, And don't you understand that he is the number twenty five wrestler? in the whole world for the last year. He's the top 10 wrestler in the whole world right now. He's been carrying 10 pounds of gold, which naturally when you carry 10 pounds of gold and all the independent wrestling on your back, it's a little more weight than you may have had the last time he was here. So it's not a salad that he needs. He's taking SHW to the world. You should applaud AC Mack. He's the Mac of all trades. He is your international and independent wrestling world champion how dare you turn around and tell listen him eating a salad isn't going to stop him from carrying the weight of the business on his back so appreciate matter of fact no don't just appreciate him put your ones in the air and acknowledge him that's right acknowledge him that's carry on i agree i agree agree that's with the world champion y'all kidding me that's that's right Anyways, I agree. Hush. Very rude. Yeah. Hush. Hush. <laughs> now then. Well, I will say, uh, you know, he's had, do you, uh, off the top of your head, do you know how many uh, title defenses he's had? I don't know. I feel like it's at least 10. At least. I'll, right? I'll find the, the number. Two definitely in our building. Alone. Right. And yeah. so I, uh, the very first one, of course, was in our building uh, against right. uh, David Ali, which we'll get to that later. But uh, I will say he's had some great title defenses. And this one was no different against mm-hmm. Kyle Matthews, eight-time former technical wrestler of the year. So much so that the award is now named after him, <laughs> the Kyle Matthews Technical Wrestler of the Year That's Award. Right. Um, right. Put AC Mack to the test. And, man, what a great matchup. And here's the thing. I said this on the pre-show. I said this leading up to the show. And I said this on commentary during the match. It was one of those where I was kind of pulled both ways here. Because mm-hmm. Kyle Matthews, in his 20th year currently in this business, has done so much in the Southeast, in the state of Georgia. Uh, again, eight-time technical wrestler of the year. Deserves to hold a title as prestigious as the IWTV World Championship. He deserved Indeed. that shot. And I was, you know, there's a part of me that really wanted him to, to get that victory and to hold that title. But at the same time, AC Mack being on such a historic run and a historic title reign that he's on right now, I would have hated to see that come to an end at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now on top of that, now this this week being announced as number twenty five on the PWI top top five hundred, you know, it's so it's it, it turned out where Mac ended up retaining the title. However, however, a little bit of uh, tomfoolery took place, and I will tell you this: I don't think that Mac had a hand in what happened, no. but I could be wrong. You know, he tweaked his knee, came out of the ring, referee checking on him. Both of their backs are turned. They're facing us at the commentary booth. Meanwhile, back from the crowd, the same crowd that Chip Day escaped through when Kyle uh, came after him earlier, comes back through the crowd, jumps in the ring, boom, hits the uh, brain buster on on Kyle Matthews. Then then, uh, Mac turns around, sees the guys down, 
Hits him with the Mac 10. Might as well take advantage. Gets the victory. I, mean, I would so I can't necessarily fault AC Mac for doing what he had to do to retain no, the title. He, I mean, honestly, he, he, yeah, it was a struggle. It was like, um, that could have gone either way. Yeah. I mean, it, it could have. How could it? I mean, there was so many close, close, close calls with the, the pin count. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't blame him at all for jumping back in there. But this is one of those matches that, you love them both. You want them both to come away with a win. You want them both to succeed in, in whatever, but you just kind of have to sit back and you don't have to cheer for anyone. Just mm-hmm. watch it unfold and watch the magic happen. And yeah. that's what we got. Yeah, yeah. It was absolutely special. And you know me, I'm going to get our information. So uh, this was, <laughs> I was wrong. This was not his 10th title. This match was his 20th defense Ooh. of the IWTV World Championship. Wow. Well, you two said zero. You, you said at least 10. So. I did say at least. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, it was double what I said. Yeah. And so uh, he has now moved into some really high space. He is the yeah. number 11th champion for the IWTV World title. And uh, he now has the second most title defenses of any champion uh, in the history of the IWTV World championship he is significant he is very very special so we are literally witnessing history in front of our eyes and he's not fighting slouches he is fighting really tough matches again his first defense against david ali his last defense against kyle matthews great wrestlers obviously that we're very aware of so i really think we've got to be able to honor and respect the greatness we are seeing in front of us. I think what happens and, and take this for what it's worth, you know, when you witness greatness regularly, sometimes you can minimize it. Sometimes you can become over familiar with it and you lose the awe and wonder of it. So certainly those who had the privilege of watching Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes in the eighties live and in person didn't really understand what they were seeing, especially here in the Atlanta area. You just go to the Omni, you know, you go to one of these places and boom, you can see it. And it's not until it goes away sometimes that we realize, wow, greatness has been in our presence. Mm -hmm. We've had a world champion defend his title twice in our building. Okay. And he's an SHW original. I think we need to roll out the red carpet the next time we see AC Mack. 20 yes. title defenses and counting. And he's done that in less than a calendar year. This is the epitome of a fighting champion. And we are witnessing history in front of our eyes. Yeah. And these I was flowers gonna say, had to speak. Yeah. What a year. Because he won the title. When was it? January, right? In January. So all, That's of right. This, all of this since January of 2022. Busy. And the year's not busy. even, the year's not done yet. So just not an done. amazing not year done. for AC Mac, man. Yeah. What And what a match, man. Yeah. And give it up to Kyle Matthews. Again, I hated to see Chip Day interfere, come back out, do what he did. Um, but you knew and, it. And then, and then the, after the match was over, you know, Chip peeking up. He was hiding on the floor there, and he's kind of peeking up, waiting for Mac and the referee to leave the ring. Gets in there, and I got a little worried because he brought a chair with him. Mm-hmm. And, and Kyle's Me already too. laying there, not you know, basically out. And he ends up mm-hmm. propping the chair up over him and sitting over him, sitting on top of him, calling him out, challenging him, saying that mm-hmm. he's the best technical wrestler in the state of Georgia. And and it's still here for coming up October 7th. Mm-hmm. He wants mm-hmm. to have a best uh, two out of three falls match against Kyle Matthews. Wow. And I I think that's going to happen. I haven't heard officially yet, but I'm just what a match that's going to be. You know, I think we've all been waiting for this ever since uh, Chip turned on Kyle and, uh, you know, technical oh, yeah. excellence broke up. I think we've all been waiting for this one-on-one match to finally take place. And yeah. if this actually goes through and it does happen, it's not just – a regular match. It's a two out of three falls match. That's going to be incredible. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that officially happens. We'll see. And uh, hopefully Kyle can finally get a measure of revenge after all this nonsense, all this abuse from Chip Day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. moving on to a match number three on the card. This 
was our tag team, our huge tag team championship match where two tag titles were on the line. You had the Southern Honor champs, all-star special, taking on the Southern Fried tag team champs, Happy Madness, both sets of titles on the line in a bunkhouse brawl. And just like the name says, bunkhouse brawl, it was an absolute brawl. It was insane. You know, we had had one of these type of matches before. Um, and that match also included sunny days at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was back in this one as well. And what an absolute wild match it was. And uh, sadly, if you're a Southern Honor fan, uh, it did not go our way. Not only did our guys lose the Southern Honor titles, but then, oh, and I forgot to mention earlier, Brooklyn was not actually in the building the other night. However, she was wherever she was, she was keeping tabs throughout the show. You know, the other members of Contra were there, so I'm sure somebody was keeping her up to date on what was going on. And Diana, I'm so sorry that you had the unfortunate responsibility of Brooklyn calling you after the match. And I didn't even know she had my number. I well, yeah. And uh not only did she call you after the match, after All-Star Special loss, but she had you uh, put her on speakerphone and announce mm-hmm. to the crowd that, hey, All-Star Special, when you asked for this to be winner take all, that also apparently included their jobs. And th- the lowest level that you could stoop to fire somebody over the phone. Over the I phone. mean, this is like... Uh, what Eric Bischoff and Steve Austin back in the day, just, you know, not even face to face, just going to do it over the phone. And next thing you know, she could have sent me an email or something for me to read. Thank God she didn't. I would have had to, that should be the one to voice that. Well, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, we were all pretty disgusted. I mean, we're still disgusted. Uh, I'm not, I I still don't really know. Yeah. I still don't know what to think about it. I think, uh, SHW fans, let your voice be heard. Contact your your uh, general manager. See what can happen here. See what he can do. I mean, th- we saw Owen Knight get fired, and that lasted less than and he, one evening. And he came, and he, went, he came back in, right? He mm-hmm. came back in, snuck back in, did his thing. But this was different. Yeah. This, this wasn't something where they just could come back and, you know, demand that they have a position somewhere it's like they were fired they're, they're gone and talking to them after the show and talking to them throughout the week it's a real deal and a lot if, of people, if you haven't seen it if you haven't seen it hansen put together a uh oh, just a little a little slideshow video my kind heart of, out. Oh so my just God. beware if you look it up grab your tissues it was real it's the saddest thing i've seen that is the saddest thing I've seen for SHW. It's not a good day. It's not a good day. Yeah. Um, I I don't have a lot of words. I mean, I, I just to be fired over the phone. Um, and it's one thing to lose the tag titles, right? But I didn't know that losing the tag titles all of a sudden qualifies you to lose your job. I didn't know losing right. a match qualifies you to lose your job it's very clear that the playing field is not level here and Mm -hmm. i'm not really sure um what the booker is thinking i know she is power hungry you know obviously she feels like she could fire people uh whenever but you know there's a thing that um another uh great leader once said and and that's because this leader believes in doing what's best for business and you know booker I know that, you know, you've got Contra and you've got, you know, whatever you've got. But what's best for business? This is the tag team that has defined SHW for the last two years. These guys, you know, I I hear on social media, our general manager, he's probably going to ring me up for mentioning him so much in the show. But he, he mentions all the time the thing he loves the most about Southern honor and about doing events is creating community Mm -hmm. who better creates community every month than all-star special. We have the whole crowd singing Mm -hmm. every single month and dancing our feel good moments come because of all-star special. 
a team that organically began here that began mm -hmm. impacting all of Georgia and independent wrestling. Right. I'm concerned because I want to know, and I know general manager is plateful. We're trying to figure out what's going on with SHW. Well, it's time to be like another person that's in power and start righting the wrongs. And this is a wrong that needs to be righted. And maybe, I don't know what you got to do. I don't know what strings you got to pull, but now's the time to pull on your half of the company and say, hey, I'm going to right this wrong. Losing the tag, they, they held the tag titles with great honor. Yeah. It's what you want for tag yeah. team champions. They showed up when they were advertised. They did all of the things that you asked them to do. They so showed up injured. They showed up injured. These guys, and again, they're the merch killers. Thank you. So, so I mean, they're they're getting big cheers. They're making tons of money for your company. Why would you let a decision like this stand? I really believe that it is time for people to let their voice be heard. In fact, I'll go so far as to say this. One of the, the shocking moments in the history of SHW was watching Hanson hack his way onto this podcast and <laughs> campaign himself into SHW. Maybe it's time that we campaign him back into SHW. If he was willing to do that to get in front of us, maybe we need to show our appreciation and get not just Hanson, but Huck. How yeah. do you have an SHW without William Huckabee? Right. So needless to say, let's do the right thing. Let's get them back. You know, I uh, randomly name dropped Eric Bischoff a few minutes ago, which just randomly came to my head. I wasn't planning on saying that, but then I was mm -hmm. also just now thinking of another instance that involved Eric Bischoff. This might've been sometime in the late nineties, a famous promo where Ric Flair's in the ring shouting abuse of power, abuse mm -hmm. of power. And that's yeah. all I kept thinking yeah. the other night when Brooklyn calls up on the phone and fires these guys. And I'm like, wait, what can, can you even do this? Like what, what's yeah. happening anyways? It did happen, and we'll see what happens next. I don't know, but uh, mm. hopefully we can uh, rectify this situation Absolutely. sooner rather than later. But Absolutely. <clears throat> well, before this next matchup, we saw a promo video, and actually we saw a little teaser of this video on the pre-show uh, last, last week, which was also the same teaser we had seen at the Rumble Jack, and we weren't really sure what to make of it. You know, we see these little the, the Chuck Taylors, the Converse sneakers, and it says coming soon, and we don't really know what to make of it. Well, we see a little more of that video at last week's show, and it turns out the show Yang is coming. Oh, Yang. Jazzy Yang with a new look, oh, a new yeah. attitude, and it says she'll be debuting October 7th at mm. the anniversary show. Mm. That's all we know. I don't know who she's debuting against. Uh, or who will be with her, perhaps? I, I don't know. But yeah. uh, the last time we saw her was at the Rumble Jack. The time before that, the last time we'd seen her was the previous year's Rumble Jack. So apparently she's back, and now she is Show Yang. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I'm looking forward it. to that. I, I, actually, yeah. I mean, I love Show No. I love all <laughs> that whole vibe. Mm -hmm. Who's the master? I love that. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. Let's do it. It looks fun, man. Fun. I, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. So we saw that video, and then, of course, that took us into our next matchup, and this was uh, two big old bulls, two big behemoths locking Ooh. horns here. We had the Priest of Punishment, Judas, and, of course, SHW newcomer, Rayhan Monteus. And, you know, Judas had put it out there to management that he wanted to take on anybody and everybody. He claims that he's the new gatekeeper if you will of shw the new big monster if you want to come to, to shw you got to go through him and uh, he put the basically the message out there to any big man that wanted to step up well rayhan decided to step up threw his name in the hat and um i will tell you what he's a big old boy too and there's not a whole lot of guys that can go eyeball to eyeball and a couple of the ones that have have taken a spike to the eyeball over the last right. few months those being uh cyrus and of course austin towers so but Rayhan put up a, a pretty good fight. It wasn't quite enough. But, uh, I, again, I don't know that Judas was prepared for quite a, quite a fight. 
mm-hmm. he still kind of got it done in in a pretty short amount of time. But I don't know. What'd you think of Rayhan's debut though? I still thought he did a good job for his first time. I saw that he was a big guy before the show. I saw that, okay? But yeah. I didn't realize how big until he got in the ring with Judas. Mm-hmm. Judas is a big guy. I yeah. mean, you don't just walk up to him. You you kind of SGB. SGB. He knows. <laughs> yeah, but in that perspective, he's usually scary. You know, you don't know what to do around him. He was different. I mean, yeah, he was so scary. Like, I don't know if it was sadistic or what, but he smiled a lot. And it, it weirded me out. He came out and he has his beard all pointed out. And he's mm. grinning on the stage when he's usually just stone-faced. Gets in the ring and he's grinning. He tries to hand me that spike and it's almost like a playful thing. And I'm like, what's going on it, it makes me wonder is he, is he grinning weird. is it a confidence thing that he knows that there's no oh, other yeah. big man he's the best totally. big man he's taken out all the other big guys in, in in the company uh for the most part and so maybe i don't know maybe that's just this cocky I'm just saying it, uh, grin uh, i don't know a, a, a killer that grins at you is a lot more scary to me than somebody who's just kind of come at you and try to rip your throat out but mm-hmm. yeah so it freaked me out. i don't i don't know what to think about that cuz he was it's just like a playful little ooh, <laughs> uneasiness. Yeah, I don't know. Did he come to you guys this this time? I I intentionally did not look at the man. <laughs> I re- I literally looked everywhere but in his eyes because I did not want to be revisited by him. He was in a a, a mood, and I um, no 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 no. With that said, props to Rayhan. Rayhan Anteas, who did something I haven't seen very many people do. He actually took it to Judas. He did not back down from him. He really was aggressive in moving towards him. And um, he did some really high-powered moves against Judas, got him off of his feet, did quite a bit, which is something we don't normally see against Judas. But Judas is in a whole nother place, and uh, I don't want to mess with him. But he might have an even greater attitude after the video that played at the end of that match. Absolutely. Now this match for October 7th, it's still here for has already been made official. We saw the video the other night. We've seen the, uh, the, the official announcement earlier this week. I think it actually posted yesterday as a matter of fact. And so it's going to be Cyrus returning Mm. after all these months, after taking that spike to the eye. And it looked to me like in that video, uh, there was no eye patch or anything. So it looks like, uh, I guess his eyes back to a hundred percent here mm-hmm. and a last man standing match. Are you kidding me? I can, I can't picture anybody keeping these guys down for a right. 10 count. Right. So we might be there all night on October 7th. I, I don't know if that match is ever going to end. Mm-hmm. Pack a lunch, man. I'm there for the long haul. Pack a pack a breakfast, pack a lunch, pack a dinner, pack breakfast for the next morning. (laughs) I mean, who knows how long it's going to take? All I know is that I don't know which one of those guys is going to win, but the crowd's going to win. We're going to win because we've all been chomping at the bit to finally, finally see these two guys go in an official Mm -hmm. match. The one time we almost got it, the match never even officially started. Right. All the brawling took place outside of the ring. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the spike to the eyeball ended all that mess. Mm-hmm. So, man, we're going to finally get that match. Cyrus and Judas. Yeah, Whew. that one's going to be crazy. And you're right. You know, we might be there till still here five um, <laughs> because I don't know what it's going to take to keep those guys down. Um, and I don't know what they're going to have to do to each other to keep them each other down for a 10 count. I, I don't know. So it is really... It's going to be something special to see, and uh, I sign me up. Obviously, I'll be there October the seventh. And I you kind of feel like well. it's going to be one of those deals where you have to just pile tables and chairs and from where I don't know. Like on top, I, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? I feel like I there was know. a, uh, and I don't know what year this would have been. Probably either late nineties, maybe early two thousands. And I'm pretty sure Big Show was already in WWE at the time. He was the Big Show. 
and he was in a last man standing match. I can't remember who he was against, but they used like a forklift. Like he was yeah. down on the ground and they and like it, lowered yeah. the forklift like on top mm-hmm. of him to where he mm-hmm. literally couldn't get up. Maybe that was maybe, kind of the vibe I was getting yeah. with the Lesnar uh Roman Reigns last night's mm-hmm. match. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. put the, the you know the, the truck on him, but <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who uh, knows? Anyways, well, that's Who next knows? month. We still got a couple more matches here for from this month. Um, our next matchup. We mentioned uh, one of these guys earlier being in the uh, PWI top 500 list. I believe he was number 388. That being mm-hmm. bad news and tattoos, Carly Bravo, uh, one of our day ones. However, like GB said earlier, you know, we're a little bit kind of eh, not feeling the whole joining Contra thing. But that aside, he still uh, has had a, an amazing two years in this business and it's hard to believe it's only been two years going into the third year uh right. but he took on former shw champ and one of our other day ones owen knight owen knight and shw original and uh what an incredible match this was and here's a guy carly bravo ever since uh i'll say turning to the dark side has gone out of his way to screw over owen knight multiple mm-hmm. times over the last few months screwing him out of the victories during his matches and uh finally Owen Knight gets a little bit of a comeuppance here on Carly Bravo and uh man what a match this was phenomenal match absolutely phenomenal match one that I was ready to see one that was in the it was it needed to happen it needed yeah. to happen to two months ago but we got it when we got it and uh we got what he wanted needed and Carly member of Contra walked away with an L for Contra. Mm-hmm. That is a big deal. That's a big deal. Very big deal. Well, look at so, what happened on, on stage as he was leaving the ring, GB. Right. Yeah. And I wonder, had Brooklyn been there, you know how she is. You know how she likes to scold. Does she have had some words for him or? <laughs> well, here's the thing. What's interesting is she may have scolded him publicly in front of everyone. But it's one of those things like you think about your parents. What's worse, like getting yelled at by your mom or or that or that or disappointed your, look, disappointed yeah. look from your dad? And so when he got up on Both stage, in my book, you hadn't met my parents. Well, Both. yeah, but I'm saying, GB, <laughs> remember when he walked up on stage to leave? Yeah, he kind of got that from Joe Black in, in in Cruel when they were on their way out for their match. Wasn't that kind of mm-hmm. that yes. was kind of a odd was, interaction? That was a very odd interaction. And, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, well, I mean, if losing is the criteria to lose your job, why wasn't there another phone call for Carly Bravo? That's a good um, point. Not that I'm suggesting that Carly should lose his job, no. but I wasn't suggesting that all-star special should lose their jobs either. It's for that, right? I mean, if we're, if, if, if it, if it is a level playing field and at that point, that was the L that uh, uh contra had experienced you know um but it, it didn't happen that way but definitely a strange vibe between carly and joe black and cruel and i'm not sure if we've heard the last of that if they'll just you know let it be water under the bridge maybe maybe you know the fact that the three of them are now on the pwi t- uh, 500 maybe that's enough to smooth things over and maybe they can all catch i don't know what contra members eat like i don't know how they celebrate <laughs> things i don't know i've never been invited to the party but maybe that accomplishment is enough to forget the loss that happened to uh, against owen knight i don't know how that works but uh yeah interesting times big win for owen knight and i'll just say this i'd love to see this match again I think these two have incredible chemistry, and I think this could be the next great rivalry coming out of the state. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Well, you had uh, Joe Black, Cruel, kind of meeting Carly there on the stage. They were making their way out for their match. They were in the main event tag team matchup. You had Contra taking on the unlikely tag team of the Bloodbath Behemoth Tank and the People's Captain Gunner Miller. And, uh, <laughs> These guys, this was not going to be a technical masterpiece by any means. This was just going to be an all-out brawl, and mm-hmm. that's exactly how it started out, and that's exactly what was happening until all hell just broke loose, and the rest of Contra came back out, 
Well, minus Carly Bravo, who was conspicuous by his absence. I, we weren't sure where he was, but then he had Owen Knight make his way back out. Then he had Murder One make his way out, uh, and it just turned into an all-out brawl. Uh, Gary Lamb, of course, makes his way back down to the ring, microphone in hand. Uh, we knew he was going to have something to say because earlier in the night he said, you know, he had a plan he was working on, and we'll hear from him later. And we weren't quite sure what to make of it. Then he starts kind of looking out and he pointed out to Contra that, Hey, you're missing a guy. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, he goes, <laughs> yeah, by the way, he said all the other stuff. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go into yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what he said. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I, I told not him suitable I, for work. Let me not just tell suitable. you this. Let me just tell you this. Uh, so I actually, uh, ran into him at Waffle House after the show. Okay. Oh yeah. And oh, wow. While we were there, I just said, Hey, Kind of funny how you start out in your opening promo quoting scripture <laughs> and at the end of the show. It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Gary's going to Gary, right? He's so he's going yeah. to Gary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just, it just made me laugh. But mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. anyways, he goes, uh, he had announced that we're going to have a war chamber match coming up. It's still here for right. And mm -hmm. uh, that's not unusual. For the still here shows we've had a couple of those in the past we're gonna have two rings surrounded by one giant cage it's gonna be insane it's gonna be team shw versus team contra but he pointed out to contra that hey you, you seem to be missing a member he was referring to carly bravo and he said oh and also by the way here's our uh our what fifth member, fifth member. And he points to the screen well it looks like carly's laid out in the back parking lot of the action building and the next thing you know all you see is a pair of boots the crowd starts to kind of rumble. Then you see the bat hit the ground. The crowd starts figuring out, oh, my God, could it be? They freaking lose their minds. Camera pans up. One of the loudest pops we've heard in quite a while, maybe of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, they realize it's David Ali. The savior has returned. He's joining Team SHW to take on Team Contra at the anniversary show. Still here for in the War Chamber match. What a moment. You talked about moments earlier, GB. Mm -hmm. What a that moment. That was awesome. That was Whoop. that was amazing. The pop, oh my god, it was like I mean, seriously, the house exploded, mm -hmm. exploded. I I wish I could have recorded it somehow. I mean, I'm sure we have it on IWTV coming out, mm -hmm. but I wish I could have recorded that and just was able to just send it out to every, oh, it was. It brought tears to my eyes, and you already knew that. It brought tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it know. Was, it it was a moment. It was an absolute moment. And I think, you know, whenever we do another recap of our top moments, be that of the year or whatever, there you go. This is guaranteed to be on there. I don't know what slot it's going to have, but I do know it's going to be on there because it was one of the loudest sounds I had heard in that building ever. It, I mean, it was just, the talk about forest started oh, up. Man, it, it was, was like, he could have been crazy. standing right on the stage. I just love the, it was like a triple pop because like the crowd slowly figured out. It was mm -hmm. like, you see the boots. Wait, is that who? No, All it that took was be. that bat to hit the yeah. ground. Big, big red. red. Yeah, big red is like, mm -hmm. wait, no way, no way. Mm -hmm. Then boom, hands up. You see his face. Mm -hmm. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, okay. was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, uh, Still here for is already shaping up to be quite a car. We've only heard of a, we only know of a, a couple of matches. Mm. Uh, of course, the War Chamber match has been made official. The Cyrus Judas match has been made official. This mm. challenge that Chip Day made to uh, Kyle Matthews, uh, I feel like that's got to happen, right? I mm -hmm. mean, uh, what was it, two out of three falls match? Yeah. Um, then you got the debut of Sho Yang. Uh, we don't mm. know who her opponent's going to be, but that's going to be fun. And I'm telling you, more to be announced as uh, as it gets closer but what a night that's going to be and what a night last friday was mm -hmm. and uh fans you just got to get out to a and show it's creeping up it's creeping up yeah. on us was three weeks away that's right, right. october right. 7th and if you have not yet been there live to an shw show what's wrong with you you're, do you're doing yourself a disservice you got to be you there live mean... it's one thing to watch us on iwtv and i'm glad that you guys do mm -hmm. by all means continue to watch us on iwtv but right. If, you, if you're anywhere near the action building, if you're anywhere in the state of Georgia, make the drive and just get there. Uh, it's, 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 a, we say the new, one of the new taglines I started putting on uh, some of the social medias, uh, SHW an experience like no other, because it really is, you know, it so is. you just, you just got to be there folks.
got to be there. It's going to be fun. Yeah, but, um, I, I'll go so far as to say, even if you're not in the state of Georgia, it's I worth mean, the flight. It's make, worth the flight. It really make the trip. Make the it trip. is. It is worth the flight. You'll There's so much it. to do in the area afterwards, anyway. So there is. Yeah, you there go to is. Waffle House with me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you there go. go. <laughs> you never I know wish who you're I gonna had run known into. you were going because I, I didn't know he was going got either. Out I got early. Yeah. Hey, I got to shout out our boy Kyle. Who, who works uh, production for us because we were in the yeah. parking lot you went to leave and then he yeah. goes hey man you want to go to waffle house and i went as a matter of fact that sounds yeah. phenomenal <laughs> yeah you could have called me out of i'm sorry you, you i mean wait. yeah I definitely very don't. last minute very last yeah. minute but yeah, hey, yeah, next yeah. Time. i turned around i was starving i don't even next remember time. what i had on the way home <laughs> that'll be that should be the new thing then after every show Meet us at as long as we don't get out no at like problem. 12 because i had that right. long drive but if this right. is one of those early deals and yeah let's go eat i will yeah. say apparently there's a high school football game that just let out because it was full of high school kids but oh I'm boy sure. it's all good oh, we got friday, friday night, night. yeah I'm sure i got my yeah. vanilla coke i was good there you Anyways. go they have <laughs> vanilla coke oh they have the wow. best vanilla coke at waffle house really yes Ooh. Before they actually started serving it in bottles, like Coke started They make serving. it? They make they, it themselves? Oh, yeah. That's where I first got it was Waffle House years ago. Years I had ago. no idea. Anyways, the end of the show has taken a wild turn that I did not yes, expect. It has. Uh, <laughs> well, ooh. honestly, I'm hungry. <laughs> I am too, actually. So now that you mentioned it, hey, after yeah. we get off of here, let's just meet up and go to Waffle House. We could have recorded let's this go. in person together. And then we can do it. We'll do it live from Waffle House for the next mm-hmm. episode. Uh, <laughs> There's sponsorship mm-hmm. opportunity here, folks. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yes, absolutely. We got to keep that Waffle House going. There you go. <laughs> Anywho, let's uh, wrap things mm-hmm. up here. Uh, next week, we will be back. Uh, same time, same place. So make sure you uh, check us out. And of course, uh, I'm not sure where you're watching us right now, but you can always watch us as we premiere on YouTube. And then, of course, you can watch us anytime on demand as we'll be available on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, we're going to try to get AC Mac sometime in the next couple of weeks to be he's right here on this champ, podcast. So, you he's, know, he's I a mean, world champ. He's a busy guy. He's busy. busy he's guy. now a top 25 guy on the top 500 list, top mm-hmm. 10 currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's a busy man, but we'll try and nail him down, see if we can get him to uh, pop here, up, pop up on the show here. So anywho, that's going to wrap us up for this week. We will see you next time. But until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. That's right.